You may have seen a little thing online a few years ago called, called the Dark Knight trailer spoof, something I caught in high school and kind of uh, inspired me to start making YouTube videos myself when, you know, they just got, I don't know, 9 million views. We're sitting down with Craig Deering to talk about acting and directing. Cue the music. That's the music you should use. Oh, yeah. That's your new theme song. Yeah, my. It's me. I will. It's me just singing. I will tell the person who made the other song that this is trash. Bye. Welcome, everyone, to the Entertainment Buffet podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek. As I said before, we're sitting down with Craig Deering from Evil Iguana Production. Hello. How's it going, Craig? Not too bad. How about you? Not too bad. Busy, busy day. Yes. But, you know, very busy day. Interesting way to wrap up. I, you know, yeah, meeting someone who I used to watch on YouTube in high school, <laughs> <laughs> which makes me sound, it makes us both sound old, but it's yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, before uh, we get started chatting about both acting and directing, um, do all the pluggy plug plugs we got to get out of the way. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. May seem like it doesn't matter, guys, but it actually helps us reach a broader audience by putting us higher on the rankings. Some algorithm bullshit on iTunes. So go ahead and do that. If you leave a review, good or bad, we'll, we'll read it on the podcast. So you want to hate? Go ahead. You know, I'll read it. Thank you, because you, <laughs> you put the effort to hate me over not listening at all. So This is true. This That's is a good true. point. <laughs> if you, uh, you want to just email us for uh, potential guests in the Chicago area you'd like on the podcast, or maybe topics you'd like us to talk about, entertainmentbuffet at gmail.com. We have new episodes coming every other Tuesday. Or if you'd like to check out some of our video work, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or just entertainmentbuffet.com. We have sketches and web shows. A lot are in the works. I actually just got back from filming our first episode of a little web series we have called Awkbot, about an awkward butler robot that <laughs> we'll be working on. Interesting. So, yes. <laughs> My uh, co-writer, Jerry, just said, hey, have we ever needed a robot? And I was like, no. He's like, well, I got one. We used it. So <laughs> that's... Oh, the number of sketches I've done with that. Do we need this prop? Nope. Well, all right, let's film with it. All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> but yeah, so please uh, subscribe, like, share, all that stuff on all those social medias so you don't miss the new content coming your way in the next couple months, guys. And my last plug, please go listen to some friends of the show's podcast, Movie Trailer Trash with Bethany and Charlie Duber. They talk about um, newest trailers, whether they're going to go see that movie in theaters or not. It's based solely on the trailer. Also got The Brothers Marvel, where Charlie and Vinny Duber are reading old comics from uh, Marvel back when Stan Lee was running the show in the 60s with Fantastic Four and Hulk. They're quite racist and quite <laughs> sexist, but also they make no logical sense in science whatsoever, which is what makes them so lovely. So check out the Brothers Marvel, and lastly, check out a friend of the show, Michael Palmandari's podcast, The Slobberknocker, wrestling podcast uh, that I got to be a guest on, and he has tons of fun guests coming his way, so check that out if you're like me and you love wrestling. But 
Oof, that was a mouthful. There you go. <laughs> We're getting more. Podcast done. Yeah, That's podcast it. done. All right. Thanks for coming, Craig. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I'm just going to hang out with your dog for a little <laughs> bit, and then I'll be on my way. But, uh, yeah, so uh, before we do the LOL of the week, Craig, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself for those who may not know what Evil Iguana is. Evil Iguana Productions is a production company that, uh, well, now it is an actual, like, LLC production company. Oh. Way back in the day, it was just a YouTube channel, a couple of us friends making weird videos in my basement, <laughs> my parents' basement, so... <laughs> Natural, you yep. know. To this day, no one knows how we came up with the name. None of us remember the story the, the same way, so yes, got a little uh, bit of a mystery there. And your co-creator Alan was on uh, episode fourteen, and he also said how we don't know. You yeah, guys don't no know how he came knows. up with the name. No one knows. Maybe that's, so, that's for a good thing. Cause it, it probably is. It's it probably was, not a really good story anyway. If it was so. a terrible story, everyone would be like, you should just, just forget s- it. Say you don't remember. Yeah, just, it's better that way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as I brought up uh, earlier and uh, when I was on the podcast with Alan, uh, back when I was uh, in the middle of high school, I remember I really wanted to show all my friends how good the Dark Knight trailer was. And then that's where we accidentally stumbled upon <laughs> the Dark Knight trailer spoof. And before you know it, I was watching, you know, like seven, eight episodes of the Alan and Craig show. Yeah. And the what really had me hooked is because I'm f- born and raised from Geneva, Illinois, mm-hmm. and it looked like you guys were from the Chicago area as well. Oh, yeah. You're from DuPage or yep. around Hanover that area? Park, Carroll Stream area. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, hey, these are guys that are relatively my age. They have full-on costumes. They're recreating a Dark Knight trailer spoof. Like, this this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I need to get off my ass and stop talking about doing videos and start doing them. So That was actually one of the pieces of advice my parents gave me when I was like, <laughs> really? I, was like I think I'm going to go into film. And, like, I would just talk about it and sit there and just, like, talk about it. Like, well, are you actually going to film anything? I'm like, I, I should probably do that. Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly, yeah. Because I, uh, I talked about... Uh, Back when I was in, like, grade school, my parents had, like, the huge Panasonic shoot straight to VHS. Mm-hmm. Yep, we had that, too. And, yeah, we totally played with that in grade school, but none of my other friends were quite into it. So I kind of fell off for a little while. But then when I saw you guys and, you know, we had some TV classes at Geneva High School, I was like, you know what? Fuck the rest of my friends who don't want to do this. I'm going to find some people who do like to do this because there are people out there. Oh, there's tons and tons of people. Yeah, there's got to be other nerds like me who want to make ridiculous shit and put it online. Yep. Oh, yeah. So many people. That's all we did. (laughs) So, yeah. So, over the years, you guys kind of transitioned from sketches and trailer spoofs more into now you're tackling short films, feature films, pilots. Yeah, all the big stuff. We kind of, like, we're not done with YouTube but we're done with the whole like worrying about posting every week and yes. keeping up with the social media for your YouTube channel and stuff. We really want to focus on the bigger, bigger projects, the meteor stuff. So we got yeah, web series, TV pilot we're working on. Just finished a feature. We're writing another one. So still busy. Just all you busy. Know. Just bigger, bigger scale. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and you also recently got accepted into. Uh, you won some awards at some festivals with your pilot. Yeah. I don't remember which ones, but uh, (laughs) some award of merit and award of recognition. Uh, I cannot tell you which festivals they were for. Must have been real important. uh, (laughs) I didn't even know we were up for awards. I just got these emails from my buddy, and he's like, hey, we won. I'm like, that's cool. Like, go us. Uh, But it was all, yeah, for like best TV pilot. 
and we're really proud of that pilot. So hopefully something yeah. something happens. You never know. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah I uh, personally, as someone who did see the pilot, I I did think it was amazing how you know you guys are only a few years older than me, and it just looks so professional, and it looked. Not like something you would find on YouTube. It looked mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, just give these guys a little more money and that's, they're there. Yeah. That's um, all we need is the, <laughs> the moolah. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. Everyone's always like, why aren't you doing more of this? I was like, well, who's going to pay for yeah, it? Yeah, because it costs money. <laughs> yeah, because most of, like, I've worked with tons of wonderful actors and crew who want to do it for free, but at some point, you got to pay the bills. You have to pay them. Yeah. You have to pay them. Gear's not cheap. Locations, oh, exactly. props. Yes. Yeah. There's so much that you don't even think about. Exactly. It's, you have to think about all those little things that, you know, when you're watching a TV show, sure, it may only be 30 minutes, but that took weeks yep. and dozens and dozens of people, yep. you know, yep. even the craft service people <laughs> to bring yep. in all the crackers and the fucking coffee. Too much So shit. many people. <laughs> it's... it's <clears throat> I don't know how best to describe it, but like what like analogy to use. But it's there's just like even for the pilot, you know, I think there's like a cast of like maybe like five lead characters or whatever. But even all those days on set, there's probably about 20, 30 people behind the camera still making a move. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we're, we're sitting down with Craig. We're going to talk about both acting and directing at the same time because you see any Evil Iguana stuff, it's usually you and Alan or just you yeah. in it. Yeah. So um, before we get uh, underway with that discussion, we got our LOL of the week. So it could be a funny GIF, video, story, meme, picture. Who gives a fuck? But uh, Craig, go ahead and kick us off. Uh, my story, it's a story happened all, all of like four days ago i was just up in wisconsin dells with my uh, family uh and we were in one of the giant wave pools and before the giant wave pool we had a huge lunch <laughs> decided it was best to go into this giant wave pool with all these violent violent waves and <laughs> crashing on in mid right when a wave is about to hit me my brother dives forward and just punches me in the stomach <laughs> So not only do I think I'm about to puke forward, but I get hit in the back with this massive wave that just throws me on my ass. I'm tumbling through the pool, can't get up because another wave hits me. I'm still thinking I'm going to puke because my stomach hurts so bad. And oh, yeah, he just he just ignited a war right there. <laughs> so you're you're waiting to to seek your revenge. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen, Mark. Uh, wave pools, they <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that I wave pools in the the Dells. It's it's still I don't care how old you are. It's a fun place <laughs> to go. It's the best. Yeah. So we're we're sitting down with Craig. We're gonna talk about both acting and directing at the same time because you see any Evil Iguana stuff, it's usually you and Alan or just you yeah. in it. Yeah. So um, before we get uh, underway with that discussion, we got our. LOL of the week, so it could be a funny GIF, video, story, meme, picture, who gives a fuck? But uh, Craig, go ahead and kick us off. Uh, my story, it's a story, happened I'm all, ears. all of like four days ago. I was just up in Wisconsin Dells with my uh, family, uh, and we were in one of the giant wave pools. And before the giant wave pool, we had a huge lunch. Decided it was best to go into this giant wave pool with all these violent, violent waves and <laughs> crashing on in. Mid, right when a wave is about to hit me, my brother dives forward and just punches me in the stomach. So not only do I think I'm about to puke forward, but I get hit in the back with this massive wave that just 
throws me on my ass. <laughs> I'm tumbling through the pool, can't get up because another wave hits me. I'm still thinking I'm going to puke because my stomach hurts so bad. And Oh, yeah. He, he, just, he just ignited a war right there. <laughs> so you're, you're waiting to, to seek your revenge. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen, Mark. Uh, wave pools, they... <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that I... Wave pools in the, the Dells, it's it's still... I don't care how old you are. It's a fun place <laughs> to go. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. Go-karts, little roller coasters, fucking, you know... It's great. Yeah, so, naturally. Um, so, yeah, my uh, LO of the week is a, is a little story. Um, I'm kind of going to bounce off of the Dells, and uh, one thing I went to in middle school was Six Flags Great America at oh, yes. Gurney. Um my eighth grade class towards the end of the year, kind of a little field trip type thing. It was for some bullshit like science, but mm-hmm. it was just an excuse to go to six. Yeah. It the six teachers were like, we want to go on roller coasters. Gravity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, we're, we're going there. And of course, of course, every year I heard that it was beautiful out. Yeah. But when we decided to go, and this was about 10 or so years ago, it was windy, rainy, cold as fuck and when you're on those roller coasters even if it's raining a little it feels like it's, goddamn bullets yeah <laughs> and, and one thing was we, we still wanted to go on the roller coasters because like what you're gonna you, you get you're already there <laughs> where do you you're just oh it's cold i'm gonna go stay inside like no you're gonna still go on rides yep. and so we went on the one roller coaster who you know stereotypical uh, roller coasters they love to have the uh the picture taken of you <laughs> and everyone else while you're going down a drop or some big moment maybe after a loop-de-loop and I think it was Raging Bullet may have been we are coming down to the big drop where they're about to take a picture and the water was going so fast from the rain into our faces that when you look at the picture and I wish I could find it it, it must have been lost and moving uh, it just Looks like we are being shot. <laughs> we are just wincing. Our eyes are shut. Like people are like, ah! Like, <laughs> it looks so painful. But like we're also like, yay! This is okay. <laughs> this is fun, but it's also so painful. <laughs> Which who would have thought that just raindrops on a roller coaster would feel like someone's throwing a bunch of goddamn thumb flying into around. them at like sixty miles an hour? With your face. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember it was so brutal that our one teacher actually made shirts that says, We Survived Great America <laughs> 06. And uh, I probably still have it in, uh, in a closet at my parents' house somewhere. But yeah, that was that was a brutal day. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but we survived, class of 06 in the eighth grade. We survived. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, not waste any more time. We'll jump into the topic why we're sitting down with Craig, uh, acting and directing at the same time. This is something that both you and I have dabbled in. Yep. I'll admit I don't really consider myself an actor or a director. <laughs> <laughs> I more so like to write, but occasionally I'll write a character that's just me. Yeah. So I'll go in there or I'll direct because, you know, it's very simple. And you're running back and forth behind the camera. You're running to see how the shot looks, but you're also worried about if you're funny yeah. or whatever the scene is calling for. So uh, I figured who better to talk about this with than Craig Deering. <laughs> Oh, the number of projects I've done this for. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I can imagine. So talk about, you know, when you're first getting started, like challenges, pros, cons, things about having to juggle both these jobs at the same time. I, I personally love both of them. Like acting and directing are my two favorite aspects of filmmaking. 
Um, and when we first got started, half the reason why I juggled both was because of just lack of people or, you know, uh, you know, you just, you write something and it's like, you know what? I, I want to play this part though. Cause yeah. I wrote it and it sounds funny and I want to do it and I, <laughs> I'm directing it. So I'm going to say I could do it. <laughs> Who's so, going to tell you no? Yeah, exactly. There's no to tell me no. So I'm going to do it. But, um, there's so many pros and cons cause it's, it's difficult. There's, uh, one of the, the, the good things about the pros is that, uh, you already know what you want. So there's less you have to describe other than blocking to at least yourself. Obviously, other actors, you got to hit this beat, do this, this emotion, blah, blah, blah. But with yourself, you already know you just go in and do your thing. But then, yeah, you got to run back and forth. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to some I've gotten to a point where uh, in a lot of the shoots, I just trust the DP at this point. A lot of them. Yes. We've used the same DP. It's like Alan or myself or. Uh, buddy, our buddy Seth and stuff. Uh, I just I have them call action. I'll do it. <laughs> I've set up the sh- uh, the shot. I've told the actors what I want, and then if I felt like it was good on set, I know that he got the shot. If he proves that he got the shot, I'm like, all right, let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of running back, checking it, rewatching the entire shot, and that is that is a key thing too that you brought up. Having a DP that'll just be honest mm-hmm. and say like, you know, we got it or we didn't. Yep. Because that's something that even when uh, I'm just when I'm just directing, when I'm not even acting too, is I'm not a super visual person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more about the performances of yeah. who's on screen, and so I like to go to the DP like, all right, like, let me know what you want. Get it. And, you know, I'm just going to assume that you have it because yeah. I'm, I'm worried about what they're doing on screen. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not even watching through the, mm-hmm. the viewfinder. I'm, I'm the watching. Exact, I'm the exact same way. I like just looking at them talking across yep. from one another or whatever they're doing because I want to see. It's a big trust game with your DP. You have to trust them that they're going to deliver uh, whatever shot you need because I'm the exact same way. I'm, I'm more about the performances and whatnot. And, um, I don't go in thinking about what shots I need. Mm-hmm. I don't have shot lists. I never do that. Oh, I really do either. I never do that. <laughs> I can't we do sound it. like we're the same. Yeah. We're just like DP is like, if you want to do it, I, exactly. I might have an idea. Like I know for a fact we need to punch in on this part. I know we need a close up of this, or I'd like you to shoot 60 frames a second for this part or whatever. But most of the time it's free reign for them. Yes. If they want to just get coverage. Cool. If they want to do the whole thing in one take, all right, let's do it. We're going to figure this out. We'll make it work. Like, if that's what you think is going to be best, that's yeah. what we're going to do. <laughs> I think that's why some DPs probably in the past are not a fan of, you know, like, this type of style. Because they're like, no, 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 like, what do you exactly want? And it's like, no, 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 Like, you, like, went to school or you want to be a DP, cinematographer, whatever you want to call it, because you love visuals. Mm-hmm. So, like, you do what you think is best. And also, like, this is your time to shine on yep. that. I'm worried about, you know, that this person's delivering this joke because yeah. if I'm worried about the visuals, then a joke can fall. A dramatic moment cannot yeah. Yeah. turn out how you want. So, yeah, I totally understand how that is and probably why some DPs would not enjoy <laughs> <laughs> working with people like us. I feel like most do because it does give them a, a way to shine. And all that you really have to do is you just have to really like for all the bigger projects, the skits and all that stuff in our past were whatever even if you don't get the shot it's a youtube skit that's going to be online it's two minutes long (laughs) we never really 
put a whole lot of effort into the visuals like up until recently um but with the bigger projects you just you have to always be in contact with them about the story and by the time you're on set they know what you want yeah because they know how you're thinking how you're going to pace everything i always have the actors rehearse two or three times in front of the dp yeah uh before he's even setting up his shot so he knows what they're going to be doing so he could start thinking and then i tell him my editing notes because i do think about editing a lot i first started in editing before anything else okay uh so i'm thinking about the editing of the scene and i'm like this is going to be a faster like this is going to be slower we're going to do this this and this and he get a general idea of how the pacing and editing is going to go as well so uh and i think a good dp needs to know editing yeah like maybe not you know how to you know actually edit they don't need to know the they software. Have to do it in their they head just, though. yeah they need to be able to cut in their head because it's crucial Oh, yeah. To know if a shot's going to match up with another shot or if it's going to seem weird to jump from this angle to that angle yeah. and whatnot. So. Because, yeah, that's the biggest thing when it comes to, like, when you're juggling certain angles and then uh, when you give it to an editor, a big thing in editing is whether or not something is going to be jarring. Yep. And sometimes it's not the editor's fault because that's what they were given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you need to make it as easy for them as possible yeah. to where... You know, they could just go like, oh, this is what they were you going You need to give for. them stuff to play. Exactly. So. Choices and opportunities mm-hmm. to fiddle with things that maybe can create a new type of transition uh, that'll help the amount The amount of edits you can make per scene is virtually endless. So, And you need to make it that way for them. You can't just have two angles that already don't work and be like, make magic with this. <laughs> just do it. You're the editor. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's so, why I think one of the greatest things is, uh, like, learning editing and just pacing and all that is in-camera editing. Like, do a couple videos of that. Yeah. And it's so hard. Well, yeah, I think that's why, you know, when you are going for directing, um, you should know a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You should know what the DP, what it's like being a DP. You should know what it's like. You said you started at editing. Yeah. So you kind of were seeing, like, you may have had a, like, did you have any projects where um, someone else may have shot it and you're just like, oh, what did you give me here? How am I going to? Yeah, a lot of the editing projects we got in school when I first started editing were just, here's a scene and here's all the shots they did and it was complete garbage. Yeah. There'd be incomplete stuff. You don't know how a character got from point A to point B. Lines are just the actor purposely screwed up every single line. So it's God. like, where do what what take do I use? Like, well, you got to find a way to make it work. Like, yeah. So yeah, with the with the acting aspect, um, you, you mentioned that usually you would have a, a DP that could you trust. Could you? Did you also try to have, whether it was Alan or someone else, kind of co-direct that could be totally honest with you and say, like, hey, did I did I suck that scene? Yeah, yeah. Alan was always good about that. He'd tell me I suck even if I did a good job. So that helped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and and the other ones, yeah, like Seth was, was always great. If I didn't want to run over and see the shot, he'd be like, I noticed this. It's your call if you want to do it again or not, which is always very helpful. yeah. But I'm also, I've been on sets with directors who don't want anyone else's input. Ooh. I am very pro, give me everything you got. Me too. I. So I think it's, it's very helpful if you are more open. 
mm-hmm. to advice from other people on set if you're going to do the whole acting and directing thing. Yeah, exactly. Because they're going to see things that you weren't because you were, like, you can go back and, yes, you could watch the footage yeah. right there in the moment, but you can't really focus it and focus on it and study it until you're in the editing suite, mm-hmm. wherever that may be. So... I think it's best to take that advice because you're in the moment, in the zone, and oh, there's so many other elements that are outside of your control that you might not have seen and won't see until you're in the editing. Yeah, because you could have phase. something as simple as, like, maybe your performance was fine, but, like, you did something strange. Like, you didn't realize it, and you uh, your hair was fucked up a little, yeah. or you looked slightly at the camera. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, but if you're like, no, 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 it was fine... How would you, you know, now you're stuck in editing, you have to go back and either reshoot or... You're stuck with the footage. Exactly. So, I'm the same way when it comes to directing. I'm like, if you have anything, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, an actor who you want to improv something, you want to tweak the dialogue, uh, DP, if you think that this shot is pointless, (laughs) I'm like, just tell me. Because, you know, in my eyes, like, sure, a lot of people say the director, like, oh, well, this project is my baby. And it's like, no, it's everyone involves baby. The project might be a bit more your baby than anyone else's because you're the one thinking about, as a director, every single aspect of it. Yes. From conception to, you know, it's completed. Yeah, the months of editing. Years. (laughs) When the lights go out, just finished. It's been three and a half years, I think. Wow. and that was Even a, longer. If you, I started filming in 2013. I started writing in 2010. Jesus. So it's been <laughs> closer to six years. Wow. But so it's it's a bit more your baby. But it, it, it it's, you're right. It's every everyone came onto this project because they liked it. Yeah. So there's aspects of it that they're going to take very very seriously, whatever ju- position they're put in. So don't discredit that they. And you're also hiring them for a reason. Yeah. I'm hiring this, <laughs> you know, costume designer because they have a better eye for what the character should be wearing. Yeah. I might have an idea. I'll tell them my ideas. And they'll come up with something thousand times better than if you were to give me the check <laughs> and make me go buy their costumes. Yeah. And so why wouldn't I listen to them? And, like, the case, too, and we brought it up before, especially when you're not paying them. Yeah. What I like to always say with the entertainment buffet is, like, we're not getting paid, but I want everyone happy with the product mm-hmm. that they're involved with. Because if you're not happy with it, then you're literally wasting your time. Yeah. Sure, you may get the set experience of working on a different project, but... I would like everyone, when they're done with, you know, the sketch or the web episode, whatever it is, to be able to go like, hey, yeah, I worked on that. Opposed to like, ah, yeah, I, um... Just forget I did that I, uh, one. I so. helped on that, but it wasn't really... We'll just take that one off my resume. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um... So, yeah, definitely. I, I encourage all directors to be like that. Be like, tell me what you got, but... You don't have to take the advice. That's the best part. Exactly. Listen to it. You don't have to take it. If you know what you want, do it. But there is no harm in hearing. And don't take all advice. Oh, because yeah. Because there are some times where you're on a time crunch, you need to do your thing, you know what you want, just get it. But be open. Yeah. Because the way I look at it is sometimes I've had that where it was either an actor or a DP. I was like, well, what about this? I think it'd be really cool. And in my head, I know it quite won't work or it won't be what I want. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll shoot it. And then, like, 
then I can decide in editing. Yeah. Then, you know, for all I know, well, I was wrong. Yeah. You know? Or, yeah, well, we, we tried, but, you know, and I'll show them and see how it didn't work. And they're like, oh, okay, I was wrong. Opposed yeah. to, that can kill a momentum of the set where you're just like, no, no, no. And they're like, oh, well, you know, fuck me. You know? Right. I can't believe I brought that up. Yeah. The, the Craig guy just knows everything, I guess. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, that's one thing I was actually going to ask you. Uh, which, which do you like better? If I had to do one for the rest of my life, it'd be directing. Okay. I enjoy... I've, I like acting. I think I'm decent at it. I don't think I'm great. <laughs> there, I like being... I like the crazier characters. Yes. Because I could do that a lot better than get all emotional and serious. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to directing, I can find people that are a thousand times better than me get them in those roles and then I just create the world which I is what I enjoy anyways yeah definitely so, yeah yeah I, I think I may be the same way if I had to choose between acting and directing I mean if any of those I would I would choose writing but I mm. definitely like directing because I would rather be behind the camera and be able to just give an actor an advice on like they're already doing great but how to just tweak it mm-hmm. to make it that much better yeah um, opposed to you know, being the guy who's cracking all the jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I didn't take as many acting classes or what, but, like, I'm just, I'm the kind of actor that sometimes I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or like, I, I'm staring at them really long. <laughs> I'm just staring. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. And I have this problem, too, because a lot of the times I wrote or I, like I said, were directing, is uh, I'll know the lines of all the characters, so I will look to the person right before they give the line. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, now it's her turn. Now it's his <laughs> turn. Now it's her turn. And then I'm like... You're thinking of the script, not living the moment. <laughs> exactly. Like the actor's supposed to do. <laughs> oh, that actually, this character, I'm just there just like, oh, your line? Ah, that's a good one. You know, and okay, you're just... Your line's coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the punchline. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I definitely agree. Now, um, now here's a, a different twist on that question. Which do you think you are better at? Would it also be directing? Yeah. I think when I'm given what yeah, I Yeah, because you're not very funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I can be given what I needed, I think I'm good. <laughs> Which I know is a lot to... Like, everyone's like, yeah, well, if I had everything I needed, too, I could be good. <laughs> I, I'm... Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna stick. I think I'm gonna decide. I think I'm gonna. I'm just so talented at both of them. <laughs> I, I think I'm decent at both. There's a lot of room to grow in both. Oh, of course. We're young. We have plenty of years yeah. to get better at anything. <laughs> I enjoy directing more. I think I get directing more. I think about directing more. Yes. Every day when I'm like walking to work, thinking about my next project, I'm thinking of it as a director, not as an actor. Yeah. So, same way, yeah. same way. I and I think it's also because the projects where I am quote unquote acting, I don't even call it acting because I usually write my characters to just be me, yeah, or like a slightly heightened version of yeah. me. So I'm like, I'm not really like everyone's like, oh, you're a good actor. I was like, how being I'm me? Being me, yeah. I'm just literally standing there saying something I would say, <laughs> <laughs> but this time, you know, I've crafted that it be a joke, you know. It also helps that most times I have directed and acted, I have Alan there as a co-director. So it's rare, like, 23, the first feature I did, I was the main actor. And that was mainly out of, 
I don't have I don't know who I could get to come on set every single day for the next year and a half <laughs> for sure and be a lead character. Everyone else is like popping in now and then, but this guy's got to be in every scene, so you, yeah, I'll just do it. Yeah, you don't want someone that'll commit for six months and then all of a sudden yep. drop on you. But with like the skits and our latest web series, Alan's always there as well to be like, you fucked up. This is terrible. <laughs> like We need to think of something better for you to do, which helps a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, that definitely, um, that's awesome that you guys have that kind of Mm -hmm. partnership, you know, that there's many sort of writing or directing teams out there that have that, that you could just be like, all right, did I, did I fuck up? Yeah. Even the next feature we're writing, we're hoping to be the two main actors, but we also want to be the two directors. Wow. So every scene, at least one of us, either both of us are in the scene, then it's going to become, you know all right, we got to go and watch the footage or trust the DP. But every every scene, at least one of us will most likely be behind the camera as well if we're not in the scene, the shot together, yeah. which is very helpful. Yes. Yeah. I, I just want to come and, come and watch that. Because <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. Because, <laughs> yeah, luckily the, the times I have co-directed with someone, they weren't acting as well. Uh-huh. So they could strictly be behind the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now that you guys are going to be, you know, be double for both, that's definitely you're going to have to leave a lot of room with your DP. To mm-hmm. <laughs> good thing you have that person that you can trust. Yep. Um, but yeah, so now do you have any stories or uh, certain instances you remember like maybe you're acting and... Uh, whether it's not necessarily you, but maybe someone in the scene is kind of not getting it. So, like, you're running back and forth. You're looking at the footage. Did they get it? Did they not? Or, like, you're kind of not second-guessing it, but you're you can usually You can usually tell. If I'm acting with you, I can tell you if you're not going to get it. Because I'm living the scene with you. So, and as the director mindset, I know what I want out of the scene already. I'm just living the moment, and I can be like this person's not getting it, we need to do something. So you just, you go through the take, and I don't even need to watch the footage because they already knew, and then I just work, like, let's do this, try this. You know, let's tweak this part, and then we'll give it another shot and see if it works, and I don't really need to run behind the camera to check because I already lived it with them, if that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense, and that's something that if I plan to perform more, I need to work on personally, because I, sometimes I'm so worried about my lines, (laughs) and what's next, and, you know, what should I be doing with my face, you know, (laughs) uh, I'm looking at their nose a really long time, (laughs) or I, do I not laugh, you know, like, just certain things like that to where I'm like fuck, like, I didn't even watch them. <laughs> I stared at them, I heard them, but I didn't, like, listen. And I just regurgitated my lines. Exactly. So, uh, but that's, yeah, that that's again because I'm more worried about not fucking up those lines than I am the performances. The other thing that's very highly in our favor with me and Alan when we've done this is most of our stuff is improv. <laughs> We have scripts. We never use them. (laughs) They're more like guidelines. (laughs) You definitely need to say this or do this because it affects the next scene, which we're shooting tomorrow. (laughs) But otherwise, it's fair game. So you're not really thinking of the lines. You're just like, you're living the scene, just saying what you want to say besides those little beats. Yeah. Which helps. Yeah, that definitely helps. Um, 
I mean, if you're comfortable with improv, some people would totally crack on it. Oh head. yeah, they'd be even more nervous. They'd rather have the lines in their head. Yeah. And the, have you guys taken any improv classes or? No. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I I took two at Second City, but uh, I. Not that I didn't learn anything. I just, like, I realized that if I'm going to improv, I'm better on a film set doing it than Mm -hmm. I am on a stage. Oh, they're completely different worlds. Yeah, like, or even just, uh, you know, I know you guys, uh, you did stand-up at our live show. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty, I'm not the best at doing improv while I'm on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, when I'm in camera, obviously, like, on camera, you can cut... And you can say that sucks or, you know, something like that. You can't but can't do that on stage. Exactly. <laughs> and that's one of the, that was one of the big things that drew me to film just to begin with. <laughs> I started in theater, and I was very curious what the other side was like in, in the film world. So I started taking some film class, and I like, oh, this is great. I screw up. <laughs> you just we get can rid just of do it. it again. We can just burn that yeah. footage. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I definitely realized that more lately where uh, we were wrapping up Plan B. I'm one of the... One of the characters and I just loved you know we would do two or three takes by the script and then I like to do one or two like let's just let's just go wherever yeah <laughs> we, do, we, we, we do that too yeah like well with Vigilant we did that there was a lot where we very heavily stuck to the script and then when we know we had it we're just like okay now do a take or two and have fun yes and I mean that's sort of something like it has to do like with the writing is because um, I know you guys write a lot of your stuff as well mm-hmm. is uh, what I like to do is like I'll write like a joke like I'll say like oh that thing is fatter than a blank yeah and I will I'll write one in the script but I'm like I wasn't proud of that feel free to fill in that blank at the end I'm just like that with all my scripts in general the, the last feature when the lights go out is a horror film okay so it's not even a joke punchline kite type thing but when the actors were like can I tweak this line can I tweak I'm like you're the character I wrote this just to lay out the scene if you think your character is going to say this say it if it doesn't work we'll go back to the script but there's no harm in doing a take and seeing how it plays with the rest of the characters. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm the same way. I and I, I say that right. You can't take it personally. Yeah. You got, you got to do what's best for the scene. What's well, best for the final product? product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'm the same way. I'm like, look, I know I wrote this a certain way, but sometimes the way I write it or I'm picturing it while directing in my head, it makes sense. But sometimes when you're another person reading it, you're like, uh, blah blah blah. This doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. Then tweak the words so that it's the same message. I'm exactly. Okay, say it exactly unless it's something like you said that like oh well we have to point that out because that's going to come up later in another scene it's exactly like i said as long as the message is the same you get to the same end goal in the scene that's all that matters you shouldn't take it personally that they didn't say it word for word exactly like you wrote it because you know that's sometimes it just helps them the actors and the scene flow better so that you can keep things going because if you're stopping constantly like no cut you uh, you gotta switch the you, you gotta fix the, that the word the yeah. in there. So if you could just add the, that'd be great. I put a very specific uh. <laughs> it's uh uh okay. You went uh okay. Yeah, we're gonna need to run we need that another back. Uh. <laughs> Thanks. I'm gonna need to check your uh, quantity of uhs you're giving. <laughs> Yeah, but that's. It sounds like everything you're saying. It's <laughs> yeah, twins. Like, yeah, you guys. Uh, it sounds like you're doing exactly what I like to do. Yeah, uh, which is funny because I, I joked with Alan, yeah, uh, and you brought him up. 
uh, how, you know, luckily you have him there. He said, luckily he has you there. I'm like, apparently I just needed one of you guys. <laughs> I just needed a Craig or an Alan. <laughs> Get a Craig. Out. They're better than Alan. <laughs> just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I'll admit, uh, during our podcast, we did give you a little shit. Oh, I heard. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I think it's because I, for years watching Alan Craig show, uh, with my friends and like the Alan character would always give the Craig always. character shit so like I think just watching it as a viewer I'm like oh we just give him shit <laughs> it's what you do it's what, I've been getting it for years yeah it's whatever and he brought up how um, people would recognize you guys and they'd be like oh hi Craig they and would give me hugs and they it was <laughs> you could tell right off the bat they were just like Hey, Alan. Hi. Hey, Craig. Kind of an asshole. Like, this is great. He's like, where's my love? Craig's getting phone numbers left and right. (laughs) Alan's getting dirty looks. Uh. (laughs) Maybe you're wishing, like, halfway through a uh, halfway through a project that maybe you're like, you know what? Should I have had someone else be this role? Because it's so hard to be impartial Mm -hmm. to your own self because you're Mm -hmm. always gonna be so much more critical on yourself. Yeah. Well, it happens all the time. Yeah. I wasn't sure with, like, your feature. You're like, oh, why did I... With 23, absolutely. Every time I watch, I'm like, this is terrible. This is awful. Why did I, like, agree to do this? Exactly. Both of... both. I probably could have... I could have gotten Alan to play the lead. <laughs> and yeah. just hadn't been the supporting character that he was actually playing. Uh, when it comes to skits... Not really, because those are like two two minutes to five minutes long. But the bigger projects, yeah, especially that movie. It's just, there's a lot of things that I change about my performance, at least. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I even sent it to you. Uh, my last short film, Weighed Down, uh, I don't like doing drama when mm-hmm. I'm acting. I don't, I don't like it at all. It, I feel, like, just uncomfortable, and I feel like it's, you know, that I'm, like, sleeping there, or, like, I'm... You know, it's like I'm being too dramatic, like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to try it. This has got comedy and drama, so maybe it'll like lighten it a little. Yeah. I got a co-director, but like every time I watch it, I'm like, you know, if I just had a different <laughs> main actor. But of course, everyone else is like, oh, you were fine. I'm like, yeah, but look at the face I'm making. I could have made a better face. Yeah, I'm squinting my eyes. You know, mm-hmm. what, what am I doing there? I got sunburned that day. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy to do both. It it also helps, I think, in our sense. I keep bringing this up, but with Alan there, <laughs> that he acts and directs as well. So he can tell what's going on in my mind as an from an actor perspective as well. If he does, if he sees I'm not doing something correctly, mm-hmm. or I could do the same for him. If he's acting in something, I'm like, okay, I've done this kind of a scene before. Try thinking of this instead. And then, you know, that's how you get through because you lived both roles. Yes. The acting and the directing. Well, I think that's what, uh, at Columbia, I'm not sure, did you uh, take directing classes? No. Okay. That's actually the one thing. I, I took everything else but directing <laughs> class. So, yeah, I, uh, I only took a couple, but I liked the one before you could take any directing classes is you had to take an acting for filmmakers class. I did take that one. Yes, and I thought that was very, very helpful because it's like you have to – and it's not just about the performance. Like you put that aside. It's how you communicate as a director to the actor because if – you're thinking about when you're acting and then, you know, I'm acting in a scene and Craig, you come up to me and you're like, yeah, just do this. And I'm like, what? 
Mm-hmm. What is he talking about? Mm-hmm. These those two notes they they <laughs> conflict. They don't make any sense. Yeah, but uh, so that way they flip it, and you're like, all right, so that's how I would like to be talked to. So now this is how I should talk to mm-hmm. actors. I think everyone should do that before they direct. I probably, I probably should have taken that class a bit more seriously because my, <laughs> my memories of that class are completely different. Yeah, but that was like the main thing I took from it yeah. was that it was like, okay, how would I – this makes sense not only for me but also for who I'm speaking that, to. <laughs> that, that's what – yeah, when it comes to me and Alan, that's what I was trying to say is as people who have done both, it was easier to approach actors on the sets of the bigger projects and mm-hmm. – you know, talk about what we wanted. Because as an actor, we know the kind of notes we need. Yes. So it was easier to tell them to do it a certain way. It, I mean, it varies actor to actor as well, but yeah, you get the general idea, like, how to approach an actor. Exactly. Because that's uh, that was one thing, too, and I would notice various kids in my directing classes that the, they were just nervous to talk to actors. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, maybe you would be better... At editing, just because, like, that's a lot of what directing is, is talking to the actors. A lot. Uh, this is one of me and Alan's biggest film pet peeves. <laughs> but a lot of directors just want to say they're directors. Yes! They don't know how to direct. They can't grasp how to make anything. They just like, be like I'm the director. Do you know what that means? Yeah. It's more than a fancy it's chair. More, yeah, it's more than the chair and just saying action. Yeah. They want to say action and say they made the movie, when in reality they probably did nothing for the movie or helped the movie in any way because exactly. they didn't know how to perform the job. I... <laughs> it's one of me and Alan's biggest we hit all the time. Yeah. Like, this person just wants to say they're direct. They don't get any projects finished. That's probably one of the biggest things you could do. Oh, God. <laughs> is people who just brag and brag and brag about all these things they're doing, and then you never see them. Yeah. It's like, that's great. I'm glad you're working on these. Are we ever going to see them? Because if it's just being a paperweight... That means nothing. <laughs> yeah. The funniest thing, uh, and you may have met someone like this in the Chicago area. I won't name names. Uh, but back when me and my uh, my best friend Tyler uh, years ago were working on our web series Madness Uncorked, we only did three episodes. Uh-huh. Although our first one was a full 30 minutes, so it was kind of you know pilot length. So that was something very new for us. But um, at the same time, we had this kid that we, we both knew, but we didn't exactly like. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to start working on a web series myself. We're like, great, cool. What's it called? And he's explaining the premise. And he's like, yeah, I was thinking uh, once we kind of get it underway, we'll pitch it to Hulu or Netflix. And, you know, it's like, I get that. I hear that all the time. I was like, you, so do you know anyone there? And, no, but I just think that this That's, concept is so fresh. And I was like, okay, well, let me know when you get the first episode. And he never made he anything. Never made it. And we only made three episodes, but that's three more than he did. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's that's a huge, you know, red flag. This person just wants to be called a director or whatever. Yes. Because they don't finish the project. Yeah. They don't. And I, I think so many people that want to call themselves directors don't realize how much work even the smallest project is. Yes. What Like, one of our two-minute two skits could take an entire week. Oh, to it, film. Could, it could take, uh, well, yeah, a week to film. It could take months to edit, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, you want to find this music and then you're trying to mix the audio, but then you're trying to color correct it. Yep. And it just, it's so many, and that that's just not even just with directing. Well, I guess it is with directing because you're seeing the, like we said, from conception to, you know, finale. Yeah. Is that 
this isn't something that you can just, you know, film a little and just pass off on someone else. Yep. You have to see, it, have to all see it all the way through. And that's, it's so, I, <laughs> we, it sounds like we totally agree. Like the people that like, yeah, yeah, I got this idea, Drives this idea. me insane. Just do it then. Yeah. Do it. There is People ask me for advice all the time. I'm like, what do I have if I want to start getting into filmmaking? I'm like, just do it. Mm. Your first few projects are probably going to be crap. My first, all of them are crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. But everyone's first projects are crap. Yeah. The main thing you have to do is finish it. Because if you finish it, you're going to learn from it. You're going to know what to do for the next one. You're going to finish that one. It's probably going to be crap, but you're going to learn more from that one. And when you finish a project, crap or not, you're proud that you finished it. Yeah, you learn something with every single one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, one of the better things about like the foundations and the film program when I was in it at Columbia was, you know, you're making these uh, short films. And it's so funny how, like, when you're writing it or when you're actually making it, you're like, ah, this is, I think this is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then you finish it and you're like, that was pretty shitty. This is terrible. But now I know not to do this. Yeah. And now I know. And no. the more you finish, the more you're going to finish in the future. Yes. Exactly. Because you know the process and you've learned from the process. You've learned from, you've seen what you've done right. You've seen what you've done wrong. You know what to switch with the doing wrong to make that a success as well. It's all around good idea just finish it (laughs) (laughs) exactly just finish it i mean i i even tell that to my fellow writers as well who they love to switch change rewrite uh delete and like play with their scripts over and over and over and the greatest advice that my uh creative writing teacher in high school ever said because i did this my first feature film i wrote was a bank robbery script Uh i wrote the first what our new feature is about really it's a bank robbery awesome i need to i'll be a i'll just be a consultant uh, <laughs> you, you actually want to do mine uh, done uh, basically the first 10 pages i must have done the first 10 pages 30 times yeah it's because i got in the head everyone's like oh the first 10 pages is all they read i was like well fuck that'd be perfect <laughs> and so she then said because i kept showing him i'm like okay what do you think of these i, I fixed them and she's like brandon Get to page 110, then you can go back and worry about 1 yeah. through 10. And yeah. I was like, fuck. She just summed up everything in like a sentence. Yeah. Like, because you need to just puke everything out on the page, be done, and then you can go back and see what you have to fix. Yeah. But like, and it's the same for, fil- uh, like you said, with short films or sketches. Like, you need to just do it, and then you can go back and you can get rid of it or mm-hmm. you can whatever. But exactly. If you're just staring at a blank screen. <laughs> You've accomplished nothing. Nothing is ever going to just happen out of thin air. You're not going to get that Netflix show. <laughs> you're not going to get that web series on Netflix and Hulu. Yep. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna, you know, just pitch it to Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Oh. Good, good for you. Yeah. So you got a title and an idea, but <laughs> you don't have any footage. <laughs> yeah. So... As we're kind of wrapping up here, is there any other things that, you know, you've learned over the years, maybe advice uh, besides just doing it, to other actor-directors or, you know, anything in general that you'd like to share as an actor or as a director? That's that's literally my go-to advice for everything. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Because for either or, for directing projects, you just need to finish them. And you're going to learn more from that than anything else. You're going to learn more from that than being in school or from just, oh, I'm going to pitch this to Netflix and never (laughs) finish anything and never, you know, even set foot on a set to get it done. 
And as actors, you have to be on sets as well. Yeah. And see projects all the way through so you could see the finished product and see what you could have worked on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For act for acting, you just have to get on mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. You know, be in a sketch, be in a short film, be in a play, yeah. be in this. Just be doing things because if you're constantly just talking about doing anything, then it's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was definitely <laughs> just do it. Just <laughs> do like it. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, Speaking from, you know, someone like Craig who's done way more videos than I have and films, you know, just do it, guys. Yes. <laughs> Nike. <laughs> quote from Shia LaBeouf and Nike. And Nike. And now Craig Deering. <laughs> All three of them right, <laughs> right in a row. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I was curious, too, like, what you said, well, which, uh, which you like better and which you think you're better at, because, yeah, it's... <laughs> I think both be directing. <laughs> I'll let you know in a week. <laughs> uh, hey, Brandon, can you edit the podcast? No, I think no, I'm better at acting. Let's redo that. It's um, <laughs> a tie for both. <laughs> no, but really, I honestly, like, I think you're very funny at acting as well. Like, Thank especially you. in Lifelines, I liked uh, kind of seeing you in a, you're a main role, but you're also kind of like the supporting role. Yeah. So you're just like the goofy comic relief in a way. That's exactly what it was, <laughs> which is fine with me. Yeah, that's that's what I like being. I don't like being the lead anymore. I want uh-huh. to be the guy in the background making the sassy comment. There you go. <laughs> At least you know your strong point. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> fucking Fridays, right? <laughs> Penis. <laughs> All right. Ah! <laughs> you nailed that joke. <laughs> All righty. But, uh, yeah, very, uh, very good points all around, and I, I think it's hilarious how after seeing you guys, I think it was almost like 10 years ago now mm-hmm. on YouTube, that, like, you pretty much direct the exact same way. <laughs> exact same process. <laughs> the exact same way. So uh, we'll uh, transition to our uh, last segment of the podcast, I Hate People. I do hate people. <laughs> I said the other day, and I feel like this is like a quote somewhere. I don't think this is mine. It's just like, God, I hate people, but I want to entertain them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's it. That's, like, the, that's I, how I feel I, every day. I can't stand them, but I really like <laughs> making them laugh. <laughs> um, so my I hate people of the week is... Uh, has to do with traffic. I brought this up a couple times. Uh, ever since this last year or so, I've been driving back and forth from the suburbs to the city. So many asshole drivers out there. That was actually going to be my exact same. <laughs> and I think yours is a little different, but like my thing is, guys, let people in. <laughs> like it's a good karma. Like yeah. let you know, you let someone else in, someone else should let you in. Like it's just if we're constantly like, no, no, you can wait. <laughs> That's how pileups get started. And then the highway, you know, it should take an hour for me to get from Aurora to the city. And now it's taking two hours. Yeah. Because people are like, well, I'm more important. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> because unless you have, a, like, a, your pregnant wife in the back, like. I have to brainstorm my Netflix idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get home to pitch to Netflix. <laughs> about my thing I never started. But, yeah, my, uh, just let people in, guys. And, like, I'll admit there are sometimes I'm in a bad mood and I don't instantly do it, but I always try to let at least one or two people in at some point because I'm like, all right, all right, go on, go on. But uh, also, when you're the one trying to get over and like, motherfucker, like, let me in. Yeah. <laughs> mine, are the, mine is the people that just, they don't care if they're going to kill you, they're going to get in. <laughs> 
That's happened like 15 times this week alone. It's just people just flying out of like parking lots and they're just like, I'm doing this. Yeah. If you don't stop, we're both dead. I don't care. <laughs> like, you asshole. Exactly. Yeah. That, uh, that just happened to me uh, the other day was I was uh, going through a green light and obviously the people in the uh, opposing lane uh, are coming towards me and he's waiting to make that left yeah. across me and he starts going yeah and it's supposed to be my right of way and if i hadn't slowed down we literally would have collided Crash, yeah. yeah he would have just t-boned me yeah and it's it like really nuts. you can't just i there was and i looked there was no one behind me, Drives me insane. <laughs> so if he would have waited for me he would have had all the time in the world he needed <laughs> but he had to, no i gotta go right now <laughs> I gotta, you know, I gotta go and, you know, get my fucking Subway sandwich. <laughs> Christ. But, uh, so yeah, after I hate people, I like to, let's take a breathe in. And a breathe out. <sighs> Allie just hit the table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fucking Hulk. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks again for coming on, Craig. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do this again, both for the regular podcast or I, I believe... You'll want to come on sometime for Film Tweakers. Always be. about it. <laughs> Always. That's one thing you do as a director. is like, why did they do that? <laughs> I don't get it. Why I don't if they get just, it. If they tweaked this thing, it would be amazing. <laughs> Idiots. Here we are. Like You've made two features and I've made none. <laughs> but hey, hey, someday. But uh, So yeah, well, uh, Craig, is there anything you would like to uh, plug? Uh, people could check out uh, Evil Iguana. Evil or- Iguana Productions. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We got our movie When Lights Go Out. We're shopping around. Our new web series, Vigilant. Yeah. Good stuff. Check out Vigilant. It's yeah. uh, him. Uh, it's sort of like uh, Craig kind of doing a version of uh, Kick Ass. Yeah, just more <laughs> drunk. <laughs> uh, it was entertaining when I uh, when I checked it out. Um, but yeah, so check uh, Evil Iguana Productions at YouTube. Uh, Evil Iguana Production com or. EvilIguana.com. EvilIguana.com. Yeah. All righty. I had to remember our own website. <laughs> That's a lot more. <laughs> Evil Iguana production, that would just be it's too <laughs> much of a tongue twister. But yeah, so check them out as well. For the uh, podcast here, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss uh, new episodes coming and also help us get out to a bigger audience. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have more guests like Craig and uh, Alan's going to probably be coming back at some point. At one point, I maybe have to have both of you guys on there here. There you go. And just have you two just fuck around you know make fun of each other for an hour that's all it would be (laughs) that's that's what i had you do for the live show i was like i really think dual stand-up would be hilarious (laughs) for you too that's all it was (laughs) abbott and costello up there um yeah so please uh check us out on itunes i didn't mention before but we're also on podbean stitcher blueberry google play whatever there's lots of fucking podcast things everything we're on there Find it if you're an Apple hater. But, uh, and check out Entertainment Buffet on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, entertainmentbuffet.com. Sketches, web shows, lots of shit coming your way, guys. Come on. So watch it. <laughs> so watch it, listen. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. 